Welcome to another edition of uh, the uh, Charles Farm Catch-Ups. We're doing a, a, a five minutes with firms today, um, and I'm very pleased to be joined by uh, Darren Batten of Palmer's Brewery. Good morning, Darren. Good morning, how are you? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Um, uh, for those of the people who are listening who don't know you, perhaps you could just give us a bit of a, a brief about yourself and what you do at the brewery. Right, um, I'm head brewer and director at Palmer's Brewery. Um, I joined as a biology graduate 29 years ago, became head brewer 15 years ago, um, qualified through the IBD, Diploma in Brewing, and was fortunate to become head brewer of a, somebody else's family business. I started stacking pallets, and now I'm a director and head brewer and, and tend to run a brewery on my everyday life. Fantastic, fantastic. That's uh, that's that's great. Really good. So, um, so you've seen it right from uh, uh, the, the the bottom up, if you like. All, all the jobs you've done there and everything uh, is is covered by you. Yeah, pretty much. I'm, I've pretty much done every job in the brewery over the twenty nine years. You know, whether it was and I still uh, mucking and I was washing cash yesterday on the cast washer because we had one of our team off and I spent two hours on a cast washer knocking out cast and washing cast. So. I think yeah. as a, a head brewer, you, you just muck in where you need to. Needs must, yeah, where you need to. You get stuck in, don't you? Yeah, excellent. Well, um, yes, thanks again for joining us with the for the five minutes with Therums. We've got some five minutes with Therums questions that we always ask people, and I'll run through the questions with you, Darren. So the first one is always the, the difficult one to ask is, what's your favourite hop? Yeah, well, I'm probably pretty um, traditional in the hops we've used in the brewery, so I have much less experience of different hops. So... I'm going to be like most people and say Citra is a fantastic hop. Um, the reason being is that we brew just our own brands for many, many years. And sort of five or six years ago, we decided that we would do some seasonals. And I picked Citra as an aroma hop in a beer. It was my first ever creation, my first ever seasonal. It was totally my own work. It was a beer called Colmas, which we launched. And it was an absolute storm. Citra just gives you that massive aroma and just that fantastic light flavour in a, in a summer seasonal and, um, and I now put it into one of my keg beers so um, Citra is pretty much a firm favourite because of the history really. Yeah, absolutely and, and so we, we, what your main hops in your traditional beers are Goldings are they? Or? Yeah gold, Goldings can yeah as a bittering and we use Savinsky's Durian Goldings as an aroma hop um, we use a bit of First Gold um, and then a few more different hops and seasonals nowadays so. Fantastic fantastic and Another very difficult one to answer is, what's your favourite beer? You know, here I really should say Tally Ho because it's my own beer and it's fantastic and it wins so many awards. But I'm going to say something like Jalpur IPA because I just think it's such a different flavour. And it's, you know, Robert Thornbridge brews that beer and it's become quite a big brand now. But yeah. I just really enjoy We don't really get it down in the south in pubs. So if I find it in a pub, I think, God, a pint of Jalpur really does go down well. And um, I know it's strong, I know it's not a session <laughs> beer, but I just think it's one of those beers that is just so different. And I just, yes. I, just I really do like a pint of Jalpur if I can get one. It is a very nice beer, isn't it? Very, very drinkable. For, for, for a higher gravity beer, it's, uh, it's a bit too sessionable, really, isn't it? Yeah, very much so, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And what's your favourite food and beer pairing? Well, um, I was going to say a packet of crisps and a pickled egg in a pub because I'm, I'm really a, a pub drinker. But I think fish and chips are on in a nice pub with a pint of, say, a nice citra hopped parallel or a, a cake, a craft cake. You know, I just think you can't beat that. And I think it's about location. I think it's where you are 
I think drinking in a nice pub garden with sunshine. We've got some lovely coastal clubs and fish and chips with a nice pint of, of, of Dorset Powers is probably beautiful. You know, what makes me feel happiest. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing like looking out over the sea while you're drinking a pint and eating some fish and chips, is there? That's quite a yeah, quite yeah. a nice, unique experience yeah. in the UK, I would think. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, and what's your favorite? Uh, sorry, what's your favorite beer destination? Well, um, in the UK, I'm probably going to say there's a there's a pub in Croy called the Thatch, and I, and it sells a lot of St. Austin beer. It's a free house, and I've got a VW camper, and we often end up in Croy Bay with my wife. We do a bit of cycling, do a bit of bodyboarding. End of the day, you get into the Thatch, and you have a pint of a tribute or a pint of proper job. Sat in their garden is just the best place to drink beer in the UK, I think. Um, I'll also say, I think I was in Sydney a few years ago and I stayed in a place called the Lord Nelson Brewery Hotel. And it, this was probably about 10 years ago. And it was one of those places that was brewing English style ales well before the craft revolution. And I stayed in the hotel because I knew it was a brewery, it was a brew pub. And it's in the rocks in Sydney. And it is just the most beautiful setting, looks across Circular, Circular Key at Sydney. And I actually went and mashed in with the brewer one morning while I was sitting there and gave him a, I took a Palmer's tankard, a ceramic 1794 tankard. And he said, well, you're older than most of Australia. So um, <laughs> we pretty much, um, and that's one of those places, iconic places in the world that I, I really, really like. Um, fantastic. Yeah, and, um, yeah, so. Yeah, fantastic. I think we, we sometimes forget the, the history that we have uh, in, in the UK and, um, Certainly, I remember the first time I went out to um, the West Coast uh, looking at hops probably 20 years ago now and uh, um, realised that Seattle was only founded about some time, the same, same time as some of the colleges in, in Cambridge and, and Oxford. And you just think to yourself, wow, what the world must have been like at that time. It's absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. but, but, but the brewery was, the Palmer's was obviously established well before that as well. I think it was 1860-something like that. Uh, um, uh, Seattle was first discovered, so sort of similar for Palmer's, but but much earlier. Yeah, we were 1794, so yeah, wow. so yeah, amazing, amazing. Um, and what what's your um, favourite pub in the UK? Well, you've already answered that one, haven't you? Because that that came as a favourite beer destination as well. So that's yeah. that's all good. One of them, one of them really. I think you know, I I often say that your local pub is probably your favourite pub because you spend so much time in it. I I live in a little village on the coast, um, and we've got the three horseshoes in my village, and it's one of the the best food pubs around, and it does fantastic beer. There's our whole range, not because I live in the village. In fact, look, my former head brewer Adrian also lives in the village, so they've got two brewers living in the village. In fact, they've got Jason Perfect from from uh, Liberation lives in the village as well. So we, we, we're quite discerning in our beer taste, so they keep fantastic out. Um, the other one I, is the Pandora Inn on the Foy Estuary. I don't know, Mailer Bridge. It's a St. Austin pub right on, I don't know if you've been there. We had a head brewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few years ago. I've not been to that the, pub, but yeah. yeah. The Pandora is another fantastic setting. And you can get there by boat and you can sit on the jetty and have a pint. Um, Beautiful. The other one well, I, I really love if I'm over in the east is, is the Anchor at Wolverswick. You know, yes. it's a fantastic food place. You know, drinking a pint of of, of Adnams, sat there in, in that pub is, is another fantastic place. We're very fortunate as brewers. We do travel around to other people's breweries. So we tend to go into the flagship pubs of these breweries. So which is which is very fortunate. And we tend to drink a, a few pints there. 
there are some special uh, experiences traveling around um, and visiting different brewers. I know I'm very privileged to be able to do that as well. And we get we do get to go to some fantastic pubs. And I think when I retire eventually, I don't know when that will be, but I think what my, my ambition will be to go around all these different pubs again and, and uh, just go and try them all out again while, uh, while I'm in retirement. That'll be quite a good fun, I think. Maybe yeah. take a train or a taxi. <laughs> yeah, take a driver. <laughs> so, and uh, what's the one item in the brewery you couldn't live without? I was going to say my PC, because nowadays a brewer's job is very much about legislation, looking after everything and keeping good records, etc. But I'm going to say we have a set of imperial spanners, ring spanners in the brew house. All of our sluices, our top medicine sluices, have different sized nuts on. And they're all 100 years old. And to try and find a spanner to undo these nuts when you're skimming the yeast, there is one set of ring spanners that sits in a place and it has to be put back there. So that yeah. set of spanners is crucial, especially on a weekend when you're in a rush and you've got to skim the beer and somebody's not put the spanner you need back. That's the one thing that... So those spanners are pretty crucial to my, my happy weekend in the brew house. So... <laughs> a good answer, very good answer. And um, what's your favourite song, album, artist, music to play during a brew day? Or do you not have music on? No, we do. We have sort of like a, a battle between a bit of Radio 2, sometimes a bit of Radio 1. I've got one lad who's 20s in the brew house and he tends to flick it to Radio 1 um, or local radio. Um, personally, I like a bit of 80s music, the vintage that, that we are, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, a, a song that always comes to mind is Gold. We do a beer called Dorset Gold. So Spanner Valley's Gold. We tend to hum it to ourselves when we're mastering <laughs> the gold. Somebody always comes up with the words gold and everybody starts singing this song. Um, <laughs> I was out actually uh, doing London with Tony Hadley, the lead singer of Spanner Ballet. You know, we used to do a beer for a posh restaurant. He was there at a do that I was at. And I spent an evening drinking with Tony Hadley. And I'm oh, a starstruck teenager. Like, oh my God, you were Spanner Ballet. And, <laughs> and I'm like, so, um, so probably that, that 90s era, of, 80s era of music. Um, yeah, Fantastic. That, that sort of is my vintage, and you know, there's a yeah. lot more ancient music coming back nowadays. Absolutely, that's a great answer. Good answer, yeah. And um, if you weren't in the brewing industry, what would you be doing? I guess um, I would probably be working in a pub or hospitality. You know, yeah. I grew up um, working in a pub from the age of 11, stopping in the bar, collecting pots, being the pot man, working behind the bar as I was a student. And really, I think. That's probably what attracted me really to brewing. I spent a year living um, in Kent when I was in, in my degree and discovered Shepherd Neen beers as a real ale when I was a student and then came back to working in a pub. Um, so I, I would probably find myself in hospitality doing something. You know, my ideal role, probably a ski chalet or something, being a chalet manager or, or that sort of thing. But, you know, I sort of fell into brewing, but from coming from a working in a pub background. So, yeah, very nice. Very good. Yeah, I think uh, we're very lucky with pubs, aren't we? We have such great um, atmospheres. And, and, and once you've got hooked into that and realise the benefits that it can bring to people, it's just wonderful to be around that sort of uh, gathering, isn't it, really, in a, in a local pub? There's nothing better. Yeah, you never know who's going to walk in, you know, we'll, we'll get to it in a minute. But, um, you know, you never know where your next job's coming from, because it could be a customer in your pub's going to be your future boss. And, you know, they're, they're a wonderful place to meet different people from all social classes, all walks of life. Even um, Tony Hadley. 
You can tell you have it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's amazing, you know, the people you see in your village pub. I live in a village where Billy Brad lives, as again that era. So you often see Billy wandering the pub for a pint. So, you know, it's just Billy to us, but people go, oh my God, he's, he's quite famous, you know? Yeah, incredible. Yeah. yeah. You're very good. And um, who is your biggest inspiration in brewing, Darren? You know, I'm going to say um, a very good friend of you and my, Roger Ryman, because Roger always had time for other brewers. And he packaged for me for many years. You know, if I had a question in brewing, Roger would be my first point of call. You know, just, you know, his knowledge of brewing, his technical ability as a brewer. And even though I was a brewer about the same time as Roger in a very small brewery compared to Roger's meteoric climb to fame with Glen Hostel, he would always pick up the phone, always answer an email. And I think he was an inspiration to many, many brewers and a great friend on Salmon Mist. Yeah, well said. No, really, really nice guy, Roger, and, and uh, very well said. Yeah, no, uh, excellent. And uh, what got you into brewing? Well, I think you sort of covered that earlier on, but... Yeah, um, I was, uh, as a biology graduate working in a pub, I was caution, health and safety trained because I spent a year in 89-90 working for Shell Research in a lab in Sittingbourne. Um, came back to the village, worked behind the bar and Adrian Wood lived in the village, drank in my pub, and he was head brewer at Palmer's at the time. Um, somebody left and nobody would written anything down for years, and they wanted somebody that could understand what they were doing and maybe write some instructions. So my stacking pallets was really watching what the bottling line did and worked out why and how it filled stuff. So um, I spent um, some time running that area and very quickly became production manager, etc. and the rest is history, really. So Adrian Wood sat in a bar saying, do you want a job? Me saying no, not really, and my dad saying, "Oh, I think you ought to really." Yeah, it's funny how these things happen, isn't it? Uh, it's just amazing how that uh, how all clicks into place. Just these things sometimes just work like that. It's great, really good. And um, what's your favourite beer festival? Um, I'm going to have to say Tucker's Maltings because I've been on the committee for probably the last ten years or more. Um, you know, just because it's a big festival in the Southwest and we get all you guys down to judge on the Thursday. Yeah. And, you know, there's some great pubs in, in Newton Abbott. We all end up in the old cider bar drinking cider and we really don't want to drink there. <laughs> yes. um, so it's a great festival and I think it's just, you know, it's changing a bit as the Mortons has closed and moved into Marquis. But I think it's the people make a festival and I think it just has a great following. You get a great load of Southwest brewers there and, people from the industry. So that's probably one of my favorites. The other one, there's a festival um, at the Banks Arms on the Isle of Purbeck. It's run by Isle of Purbeck Brewery. So Pippa runs that. And it's in August each year. The Banks Arms looks across Paul Harbour. So it looks at Sandbanks. And it's just the most iconic setting. She does a load of beer swaps, puts on about 50 beers, and you get about 2,000 people sat on a, a, a piece of grass opposite the pub looking wow. over Paul Harbour. Um, wow. I've taken the camper up there a couple of times and helped Pippa behind the bar. And, you know, people at the end of the evening cycle down the two miles to the Sandbanks Ferry to get back to Paul at the end of the festival, all drunk on bikes. <laughs> it's just an amazing beer festival, but it's more of a, a social for the, the, the people of Sandbanks and the surrounding area. Sounds brilliant. Sounds brilliant. I must admit, I haven't been to that one. That sounds, sounds like a, a, an awesome one to look up, but... Uh, yeah, uh, so uh, hopefully we'll get back to beer festivals again soon uh, with the uh, um, the way things are progressing. Fingers crossed. Uh, we we uh, uh, we've missed our beer festival for sure. 
Yeah, definitely. The, yeah, Tuckers has been postponed till till 2022. You know, we made a difficult decision not to hold it this year. But, yeah. um, it'll be bigger, better, and, you know, back to Tuckers Morton's how it should be. We don't want to do it with less people or with restrictions. So we'll move it to April 22 and we'll all end up there again. Well, well done. It's a great festival. It's one of the first I went to, actually, when I started working at Farms 30 years ago. How long has the festival been going? Because I went to one of the first... One or two, I think. or 23 years-ish. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it goes back a long way. I remember sponsoring it in the very early days um, with uh, John and Jenny Aries uh, uh, down there. And uh, they they, uh, they very kindly um, gave me a, a reference so that I could judge at the Great American Beer Festival one year as well. They asked for references whether you could be judged, whether you could judge them. And John and Jenny very kindly helped me out with that, which was great. Um, but yeah, no, great festival there, great festival. And um, what's your favourite interest hobby outside brewing? Um, I have a VW California camper van, which I stick the bikes on the back, and my wife and I go off to all sorts of places and take the camper and camp for the weekend and go cycling. So I'm a, a mountain biker, so I cycle most weekends, sort of get out of the group and do 25, 30 miles on a Sunday. Um, I'm a big sports fan of all sorts of sport. You know, you know. I tell my wife I, I shouldn't have Sky Sports because I would just watch it all the time, so I don't have Sky Sports, but <laughs> I, I'll, I'll always watch sport. Um, in the winter, I love to ski. You know, I, I've skied a lot over the years as a, a as a youngster, and more recently, I've got a couple of friends with chalets in the Alps, and it's very fortunate. You know, you've got mates that do well for themselves, buy themselves a nice five-bedroom challenge and invite you out for a couple of weeks skiing. So, winter sports, I like to ski with the boys. Um, and I've just got back into playing a bit of golf. I've just bought myself a new set of golf clubs in lockdown and played a lot of golf as a youngster. And I'm just starting to swing the old arms again and, and getting back into a little bit of golf um, at weekends, probably more to keep fit after giving up cricket and football and things like that. I just need something yeah. to, to get me out and, and hit Great a few balls. Great idea. Yeah, got, got Got to stay fit, haven't you? Got to stay, yeah. got to stay active. It's good. That's good stuff. And um, what was the last beer you brewed? Um, well, we're brewing IPA this morning, but yesterday we brewed Dorset Gold. So um, at the moment, just trying to get back into to brewing our range of beers. And so Dorset Gold yesterday and an IPA this morning. So I mashed in this morning at, at eight o'clock on a, a small brew of um, Dorset Gold. Um, with, with only gardens open, we're trying to brew just some small brews to keep the yeast going and praying for fine weather and, and happily and keeping the beers and getting Casgill back in pubs. Absolutely. And did you sing to yourself while you were, while you were in gold? I kind of get out of my mind. It's one of those songs that you just hum to yourself <laughs> as you're mashing in. So then everybody else hums along, you know? <laughs> exactly what you mean. Yeah. You've got me singing it in my head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Fuggles or Goldings? Um, obviously Goldings, you know, it's been uh, the store of our recipes for a hundred years or more. We've been buying Goldings um, and yeah, it's just a, a, a bittering hop that we use in everything pretty much. Yeah. Occasionally yeah. we do a seasonal, we'll change the bittering hop, but you know, we know that Goldings is going to give us consistent performance. It's it, the yields and the, the alphas are pretty good every year. Um, you, you get what you pay for, and it's good English Goldings. We always rub them with you and pick the best ones. And yeah, you know, so we're committed to Goldings recipes somewhat. We even well, put contained English Goldings on our on our beer mats. So yeah, we're, we're really committed to it. It's a good variety, definitely, definitely. And uh, what's next for the brewery? What are you up to next, and what can we look forward to? 
a, a bit of a time of change because um, John Palmer, MD, his daughter Emily's just joined the board um, and she's going to be coming as MD. So we're going to have a new young forward thinking MD. Um, her background is a biology degree, so she's a, a scientist by background. And then she was uh, in finance with Rothschilds for a few years. Recently, she's recently got married and moved back to West Dorset and she's uh, about to take over the company and our, John will become our executive chairman or our chairman and um, Emily will come in as a, a young, fresh mind into her family business. She's the fifth generation of Palmers in the business. Fantastic. And, um, so exciting times, really. So she's starting to ask a few questions and find out what we do and listen to a few answers and see what we can and can't do. I think yeah. we're She'll embrace the digital era where we'll do a lot more online stuff. And, you know, I've done a few Meet the Brewer Zooms already and things like that. So and here we are. <laughs> and here we are this. So I think interesting times. I think it's, I think we have to, as a traditional company, people think, oh, Palmer's, they've been around for 227 years, they're old fashioned. But we can't sit there and go, we've been here for ages, we've got our own pubs, we'll do our own thing. We, we've got to move with the times, we've got to develop brands, produce seasonals, make sure our own core brands are, are great. You know, we launched a craft keg um, a couple of years ago, you know, as an old traditional brewer, we bought 750 brand new kegs for ourselves, you know, don't rent anything, let's get on with it and do it properly. We're yeah, very fortunate to do that. And we, we try and move with the times and try and keep up with um, the, the brewing market and, and what our customers want. So Yeah, um, absolutely. No, I think yeah. the market is always changing. It's one thing I've learned in the industry. You can never sit still. It's always, you always got to be looking at new things, what's going on, what's changing. And, and people's... Um, uh, you know, ideas about going out to, to, to drink, you know, the younger generation don't tend to drink quite as much um, on a night. Um, you, you and I will probably go out and have six or eight pints quite easily without worrying about it too much. And now people tend to drink a little bit less with higher gravity and uh, more people are drinking at home. Things are always changing, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. You know, we, we're, we're, I'm very much a pub drinker. You know, I've grown up working in pubs and I could probably drink as much free beer as I wanted at home in bottles, but I'd rather go and buy beer in my local pub because I think it's about the social aspects of drinking in pubs. Yeah. You know, yeah. where you are, remembering where you had that pint, and I think is really important. Um, I, I tend to drink wine at home with my wife, and, you know, but I, I, think, I think we're changing our attitude. We do go out and play Skittles and have six or seven pints, but I tend to just drink weaker beers because we have to mash in the mornings, us brewers, so we have to get up early. So, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, a good a good three point eight four percent beer is uh, is perfect if you're having a bit of a bit, bit of volume there with it as well. It just uh, spreads the, spreads the load a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, and it does help my skittles. If I drink a strong beer, I just can't eat anything by the end of the night. So, um, I mean, you, a lot yeah. of your viewers may not be aware of Long Island skittles. It's very much a West Country game, but it's taken quite seriously. I've been right. going for hundred and five years, and I'm a captain of the side in that in that team. That's fantastic, yeah. Yeah, I have played Skittles on many occasions uh, in, in my uh, younger days. I haven't played lately, actually, but it's it's great fun, uh, Skittles, and a uh, uh, few beers and, and good camaraderie uh, makes a great evening out. Great fun, bit of, bit of ribbing. You can't beat it, can you? Yeah, and it gets people in the, in the pub on a winter's night when they, they've got 12 drinking men in that will play Skittles that may not be there if there wasn't a Skittle Alley. So, um, yeah, it's good for pubs as well. All good fun, yeah, absolutely, absolutely great fun. No, well, that's great, uh, Darren. It's it's uh, as always. It's great to catch up with you, and uh, thanks very much for spending some time. I, the five minutes are probably a bit more than five minutes, but that's good. It's good to to get your views and uh, very interesting chat, and um, hopefully uh, 
everybody will catch up us again, with us again next time on uh, Five Minutes with Ferrums and our, our catch-ups. Um, we'll be doing a lot more throughout the season with uh, being in the hop yards and meeting other brewers as well. So, again, thanks, Darren, for joining us, and uh, we'll catch up and see you soon. Thanks for inviting me.